Welcome back to another episode of Life Without Instructions with Miles and Arion. Um, we're just going to pick off or jump right in uh, with some conversation. How you doing? Uh, I am good. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Christmas season is here. Christmas season is here. Kind of sprung. The holidays. Sorry. Yeah. It uh, it came out of nowhere. To, but, to flip yeah. flip the script a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something that you're excited about? Excited about. Um. Stumped, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, I get really, really stoked to uh, to work on kind of myself in a way or just like whether it's reading or like doing the podcast, like I get, it's the little things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, rather than, I mean, like, I feel like that's what you have to look forward to right now, especially like, even if you're not that type of person, because COVID it's like, it's not like there's like big events or like whatever. My birthday is around the corner. It's like January, it's January 4th. So it's like nice. very soon. Um, but I was kind of even talking to Catherine about it. Cause she was like, Oh, what do you want to do? And I, I, I think that, um, yeah, I just like I enjoy I really enjoy the mundane stuff. I like the mm-hmm. I like going on my walk. I, I, I look forward to every morning to that part of my day, um, making my coffee, trying new things, trying new blends, um, uh, getting new like getting new tools for my you know equipment. Um, but I can't think of any like one central thing like big thing that i'm like super excited about right now i think it's just it's all it's all just like getting back to work since mexico like it's just nice to like get back in my groove like i i like sitting in my chair and like doing my thing (laughs) that's good that's good yeah you're you feel like you're uh being productive and stuff yeah maybe maybe it's that it's being productive and like moving forward and and this is like for me for for i mean i don't know if you feel the same way but it's it's socializing like i don't (laughs) I think I've said this on the podcast before, like besides like maybe this or like a phone call with Basil or something, I don't talk to anyone outside the house. Um, Maybe it's, that could be a reflection on me. Maybe I don't try very hard to reach out to a lot of people. It could be just how I am. It's hard. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I think that's why this is something that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but what about you? How do you, is there something that maybe you're kind of excited about? That's coming. I think I'm or... excited a lot about a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Some things that come to mind right now is like I'm a big basketball fan. Mm. So um, ever since I was little, you know, mm-hmm. playing basketball like full time, um, and then really getting to enjoy like the game, and then the the basketball season uh, is about to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a big basketball fan. So shout out to the basketball fans nice what do you um, what do you what are you thinking about the season coming you think it's gonna be um i mean i guess you know football is obviously it kind of worked out it's like basically no one in the stands so nba will be the same i think uh i get a lot from basketball not just like watching the players play uh-huh. but um i do appreciate like you know what they're talking about as far as like um you know what's happening on in the world and stuff like that so i really appreciate like the players and um their voices yeah and then and then just kind of like feeling 
I feel like that's like a big circle of like my culture. Mm -hmm. If you want to say like, that's what feels like home is like, uh, hanging out with like other basketball players. Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of like, um, you know, understanding them and, you know, uh, getting them and, um, yeah, just just excited to kind of see where the the season goes, and mm-hmm. uh, we have a basketball fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're gonna do it this year just because of like COVID, and yeah, you know that that whole situation is pretty scary. Where it's like you're gonna be traveling, um, mm-hmm. you know, and there's gonna be like multiple games a week. Yeah, so hopefully it doesn't like become a very um, controversial kind of like why are we having these people play you know mm-hmm. they're getting sick mm-hmm. that kind of stuff that I, I hope that doesn't happen yeah um well i don't think i don't think that really happened with the nfl so far i feel like i haven't heard about a lot of players that are getting like covid getting tested positive i think there there has been people mm-hmm. um not on like the big the masses but yeah yeah games have been have to reschedule or um postponed because such and such Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, it, it's just weird, you know, weird, um, time yeah. to see that happen. Um, definitely. Uh, I what was I think... going to say though? I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, basketball is something I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, are you a basketball fan? Um, so I think as far as basketball fan was probably like space jam for me when I was a little, a little kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's it's weird because you get um I remember the sensation of uh, like I, I remember the thought of just like you, you have something like that um or you're like or you you remember like having a basketball in your hands or playing with your friends like mm-hmm. um and uh playing 21 or just like you know doing things like that like yeah. and and then and then it kind of like fades I guess if you don't get into it really like a lot like get into like a league or as a kid or whatever um, but I, I think that like, there's, when it comes to, I never really had a connection with baseball. Um, but I had it, but I had a connection with, with basketball and football growing up. Those are like the two that like you, we always played as friends. Like, even if you weren't a fan, like you didn't like maybe watch it as heavily, we would come together and either play basketball together. Or, you know, even if we had a, a couple of people that just weren't very good, it was just like, it was a way to just have fun together. Um, yeah. and we'd go to our old elementary school and play basketball on the courts there where we all went to school, um, as kids or play football, like do like, you know, you know, whatever, like two touch or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but it, um, yeah, those are the two sports I think I, I could have a connection with, um, even to this day, but no, I'm, I, I don't like follow basketball. I don't think as, as heavily as you do. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I can talk for it for days about it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, uh, but I'm excited uh, for as far as work. Like, um, I'm hoping that like this new year comes and um, I can work with uh, some more people. I've been working on like website stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been um, trying to venture off into like different avenues of kind of helping people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna create like a little like guided meditation, not meditation guided breath work stuff mm-hmm. um, where I'm going to make recordings for people to be able to listen to and follow along. And I hope that I can like really put that together for people. 
mm-hmm. and just kind of uh and really be able to use that in like a practical sense you know yeah um so that's going to be called uh miles beyond breathing nice um, so i'm going to hopefully launch that in the in the new year mm-hmm. um i'm actually on the flip side i'm going to actually be doing something that i really enjoy doing and uh i'm going to get back into playing video games a little bit more mm-hmm. um, so i'm excited for like that world um, mm-hmm. i think it's a big the biggest thing is the 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 enjoyment to connect with people and like socialize and have that connection with them um, and my friends that, you know, still do it to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, I was, I'm hoping to like build an audience um, while streaming. So that's another exciting thing that I'm going to, you know, venture off into. Um, and it's not going to be like for profit or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. really just trying to like, um, share my my experiences with like my health and um and hopefully help other gamers like myself um to you know be able to balance gaming be able to like um not be in like chronic pain or have movement issues or life issues that are possibly um affecting or gaming could be affecting you um Mm -hmm in your life and uh yeah just have a voice for those people and yeah so it's kind of exciting i've been thinking about that for a long time but i never like had the 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 balls to do it (laughs) or have the the um confidence to like sit in front of a camera and like you know talk to people talking to a screen yeah um but hopefully it could uh you know, I haven't done it yet, and it's mm-hmm. gonna probably be a a slow little tick. But mm-hmm. um, I see it as a, like a huge opportunity to connect with people and like actually, um, you know, have a voice for some of these people that you know don't don't really understand what's going on with themselves or um, and all the all the education I have with like brain based stuff and um, and movement and all that. Mm-hmm. So I see it like as like a, a win-win yeah. like I can play video games and, and basically, uh, help people, uh, that might be dealing with like addiction mm-hmm. or might be dealing with like chronic pain. I think I'm repeating myself, but no, no, I mean, um, I, mean it, it, I think you're simplifying it now, which yeah. is nice. Um, and pulling real examples. Cause, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's huge. I think that's, um, that's really cool. I haven't even thought about it like that, but I think that you would, you know, there, there there's a stigma. Yeah. Facing the stigma. Yeah. Um, relationships, like how mm-hmm. gaming affects your relationships, mm-hmm. how gaming affects your, your work. Um, you know, I always thought like, you know, playing video games was like a, a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I really worked against that like a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I knew to myself that like those things were actually beneficial to me because, you know, I'm, I'm checking boxes, like I'm socializing with people. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm having a sense of community, you mm-hmm. know, and having these, these moments where I, I look forward to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a, there's a de- double edged sword there that I'm aware of. 
and I think that's uh, a good conversation to have with uh, people instead of, you know, not talking about it. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you uh, you know, you can hear, like, get the game industry as a whole, you know, you're selling video games and to people, and you're not talking about, like, the effects of, like, staring at a screen for eight hours or, yeah, um, you know, playing video games and not talking to, like, your family or, mm-hmm. or you know, having other facets of your life and how you can balance that. And um, I think they talk about, like, parent controls a lot. Yeah. Which is good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to, like, minimize or control, like, you know, from their end, like, how much of their, their kid can play. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about, like, uh, as that person grows up or, um, or... Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of conversation there. Yeah, um, I think there's just more out there that people don't really are aware of, or they know um, that it, that it can affect them in in different ways. Mm-hmm. So maybe just trying to create a voice around that. Yeah. And and I'm gonna name that uh, Miles Beyond Gaming. <laughs> Beyond. Okay. I like that. No, I, I really enjoy it. I think that it's important. I think that even in the game that, that I mainly play online, um, they, they kind of, they throw around, uh, the term toxic is yeah. like, it can also be like a funny thing. Like if you're with your, if you're with people that you are know that you know, and that are your friends in the game, you can be like, Oh bro, like you're being toxic right now. Like if, if some, <laughs> if someone's being like, you know, if someone's being kind of hateful or like, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, whatever, if, if you're like bullying Bully. your friends a little bit, kind of like exactly like that. Yeah. And, but it really, the root of it is, and I've seen it, um, uh, from another streamer that plays world of Warcraft. Um, but, uh, like there, there are some situations where like, you know, people go into gaming and maybe like you and me have, uh, we balance a lot of other things in addition to gaming. Yeah. Um, but there are, like you're saying, there are people that like, don't know how to balance it. And this is the only thing that they have. And when this isn't working out so well, or they feel yeah. like disrespected or in the game or, or just not do like they're doing so well in the game or they're not, you know, because it is competitive. It's yeah. like, where does that leave them afterwards? Yeah. Uh, so that's, I think that's a, that's a great, um, I think a great way to help t- to talk to gamers is to like, it's almost like to be one, right? Like that, that's mm-hmm. the, they're 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 gonna want to talk to someone or look towards someone who's doing what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's I mean there's there's other avenues as far as like uh, I think we talked a little bit about this like having that sense of pull mm-hmm. um, towards you know playing video games mm-hmm. and like that's kind of like um, you know being able to like name that and just kind of be aware of it like you know you played games like five times last week and you're sitting in front of the tv with your girlfriend and like you have this sense of like pull towards yeah. like wanting to play mm-hmm. the video game right now and um that's not that's not really fun to be in you know no Where not you, at all you you feel you know you enjoyed it but why why am i being why is this like a visual like pulling you to go and play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that could definitely, you know, be noticed in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and be able to have like some sense of um not even control i just you know awareness yeah um, and and kind of noticing that trigger yeah and just knowing maybe what i guess like um like awareness of like inhibition and where you lack that right like yeah you know um do you think you have do are are you anticipating there there might be like a like a a pool with you or 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 something of the sort or have you kind of worked that out with yourself like have you thought about like this is how i might like handle um or, Um, or integrate gaming without it being too much i think i've been there many times Mm -hmm. so it's been different you know and sometimes it's a little harder and i have to like just like go cold turkey Mm -hmm. and like stop playing video games Mm -hmm. um i haven't i haven't practiced enough like uh understanding how i'm feeling and like putting a name to it and Mm -hmm. like really trying to own it um instead of just like um automatically kind of just scratching the itch yeah um i think there's there is a way to hopefully understand how your brain you know how your brain works Mm -hmm. and having that like somewhat conversation and uh and then just trying to apply that into your everyday life like this is like a big trigger for me yeah you know, and how can I like, you know, shift that in a way where I can, uh, you know, don't get so much negative, uh, feedback from that mm-hmm. or let it kind of pour over into other areas of my life. Yeah, definitely. Where it starts to affect everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like, I want to, I want to have, I want to be able to, I think there's a lot of people that want to be able to like enjoy what games uh with the internet online you know multiplayer mm-hmm. um, communication community in a positive way but also not let it kind of like run rapid in your life yeah um and i think there's just again there's conversations to be had in that in that and hopefully that can you know help someone yeah, definitely. I th- I like that. And I think that um yeah, I mean, you can also kind of think about it, I guess, and I feel like most people or especially with, you know, with with specific video games, it like it it warns like that an audience playing this game will feel this effect like maybe, you know, there's almost mm-hmm. like there's warnings uh depending on like the violence of a game or something. Yeah. Um but I think what is interesting is like maybe even setting up your space. Like what does your like gaming space look like? Um, Mm -hmm. or like, or when do you do it or what, you know, where, obviously where in your house do you do it? Uh, but it's like the other, how do you game? Like, is it like when you're, when you're sad, when you're happy, like, you know, what feelings, you know, what's going Uh on in the background? Yeah. I think, I think that's hits it right on the head. It's really trying to understand it instead mm-hmm. of just let it like uh kind of let it control you mm-hmm. and a, a word that comes to mind is uh, uh reclaim mm-hmm. um probably like five years ago i i made a website about this but i never oh. like uh kind of let it let it kind of go mm-hmm. and it was like this idea of like reclaiming yourself you know and 
not letting this thing kind of like just kind of claim you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I felt a lot is like, um, I would get so invested and, uh, and my community was like there, which Mm -hmm. is great. Um, but I felt like it just really claimed who I was and like really took me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just never really, I felt like I was like, like grabbed by this like thing Mm -hmm. and just couldn't like be let go. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not really a fun place to be. No, not at all. Um, so, so those are some exciting things that I'm working on. Uh, obviously I'm still like working on like educating myself, learning about Mm -hmm. like the brain and the body. Mm -hmm. Um, have you, have you been doing any kind of studying of late? I've, I've been kind of taking a couple weeks off myself. Mm -hmm. Um, again, in the beginning we were talking about like the holidays and yeah being able to just kind of like chill out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course. Um, are you um, excited about learning anything next year? I, I am. I, I have been doing a lot of like our phase rehearsal. So I guess like a lot of the, uh, like foundation, the movement, um, audience. um, so, uh, you know, Z health, um, which focuses on brain-based training or brain-based lens, um, you know, splits their content into multiple classes, um, more than multiple. There's a lot of different classes, but, um, our phase is like the, pretty much the entry into, uh, everything brain-based or everything, uh, in, in that kind of, uh, uh, region. And I, I think that initially going through that first entry and experiencing a lot of that, um, was, uh, it's, it's almost like it kind of, it, it, I think I had been integrating myself into it enough to where it didn't like shock me to find out a lot of these things, but it just takes time to like really grasp certain things and, and, and really at face value instead of like, cause I'm like a note taker. Also, it's just like with anything that I'm learning, I'm like, even when I'm reading like a book, like I'll highlight something underline or like, you know, put a little post-it or something. Um, because I, it, it's just the, the way that I learn is just like kind of spot mm-hmm. note taking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it really starts to like get beneath the surface and work its way into like how I think when I can yeah. review and then review again and then really start to apply it and use it. So I so think what does the R stand for in R phase? I, I think I remember him, but I think it's three words that kind of really kind of like um kind of represent like some of the content that you're learning. Um I can't think off the top of my head. I know that I phase, which is the next one that I was planning on taking is integration. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm blanking out on what. I think it's, um, rehabilitation is one. Mm -hmm. So you think about that Mm -hmm. from a, from a listener standpoint and then, um, reeducation. So I think that is a huge word that I really appreciate. Um, and I forgot the last one, but, um, it's something it, it, I think I have to look it up again, but mm-hmm. uh, just speaking on the re-education part mm-hmm. is like in our phase, it, 
just coming down to like movement in general, like mm-hmm. to be able to like re-educate your body how to like move certain joints, I think is huge for people. Yeah. And just to be able to like uh, articulate, you know, certain movements and have a coach that can like really kind of help you navigate that in a mm-hmm. like safe way. Um, people can get huge like benefits from just like simple stuff like that mm-hmm. simple in our eyes yeah but maybe complex for you know the the client um mm-hmm. but yeah it really kind of like i really appreciate it because it really kind of goes away from like traditional movement that people think about like mm-hmm. when we, we exercise or we move it's like i'm gonna go move and someone might think, oh, they're going to go like do squats. They're going to do bun- bench press or, mm-hmm. uh, or I'm going to, I'm going to go work out. Like I'm going to go get all sweaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like how valuable, like moving your knees and like learning how to like move and understand what kind of movement that the knee needs or mm-hmm. your ankle or your feet or your pelvis, your spine. Uh, your neck, your shoulders, Mm -hmm. your elbows, like all those things like matter because when you do move in like a dynamic movement, like all those things need to understand what they need to do in Mm -hmm. milliseconds. Yeah. So why not like when I say move, why not just really re-educate your body how to like really precisely uh, understand what it needs to do with Mm -hmm. like communicating to your body and your brain with like um specific movement Mm -hmm. um i mean i think rehab is the word they another word they use and using these types of tools to kind of rehab someone like if Mm -hmm. they have like uh like a bad knee or they have uh pain in their shoulder yeah like understanding that like maybe they don't need to move their shoulder maybe Mm -hmm. it's somewhere else in the body is like is really game changing uh because again like everything works together Mm -hmm. um so yeah what's your what's your take on that um i i mean i absolutely love it because it is such a it makes so much sense but it's so funny how um you know before before any of this I maybe, you know, you're, you kind of just settle in a way. I mean, until you get hurt, if you're someone who gets injured or, or deals with like some type of output, um, that is like, you know, really affecting you, um, then, then maybe you search for more or, you know, or maybe you get tired and you just give up. But I think that most of the time, if you're, if you're strong, if you're healthy, I'm, I meet a lot of trainers or I've met a lot of athletes in the past that are just like, like I'm good. Like I'm an athlete, like I'm a professional boxer. Like what, you know, like everything I'm doing is what I need to do kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's so funny to think that, that wherever you are in your journey, no matter if you're injured or not, or dealing with chronic stress or pain or, you know, whatever fatigue, um, that there's always, there's always something you can do to improve. And our phase kind of teaches you that, that it's like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you, even if you were an athlete that is so good at what you do, you, you might be the 1% that made it or whatever. Why wouldn't you want to be like even that much better? You know, like Mm -hmm. it's almost not, it's not enough to be just, just to be good, Mm -hmm. but there's things you can actively work on. 
Um, and, um, I think that is, it's, it's, it's really huge because it's not, this is not only for like people that are, you know, that are experiencing some type of dysfunction or some type of setback. Um, it's for people that are even really healthy and doing really well. And they can start to just like focus on these little things that can, you know, become more aware of their body and how to communicate with it. Uh Um, Uh so because I I remember going into it and obviously my lens was as someone who was hurt, you know, and not Mm -hmm. everyone goes into it hurt. Some people just go into it maybe to learn or some people, you know, for whatever reason, they just, they just find it interesting. Um, so I need to, I always have to kind of remember that even though I'm learning this to help maybe, uh, keep people, keep people from what I experienced with the injuries that I've had throughout the years that, um, that it can be, it can, you know, that that's just my movie. It's just my perspective. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it really is game changing and I enjoy, um, that, yeah, it's just, it's so funny to like, think about, to, to have this new material, like this re-education, even in yourself of how, of how the body should move and how, and then thinking about all of what you've done in the past and how it didn't really meet maybe those standards for a long, long time. Um, and yeah, I think they, so I just looked it up when uh-huh. you were talking. Um, I think they dropped the third one. Oh, um, really? Maybe a while back. So it mm-hmm. is just uh two, the two that I named. Okay. So all my, my Z health, uh, coworkers and friends don't give me a, a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, it really is. It's, it's awesome. I think that, um, it is, it's, it's really is the little things. Like I pay close attention to like, even like the language, the diction, like Uh everything that like Dr. Cobb or whoever's instructing is saying, um, because it can be, it can be as little as something as little as like maybe starting to change, like, uh, you know, how you talk to clients about mobility, and maybe you just pluck that word out and you start talking about like motor control. Like it's yeah, just you like, like that one. I like, love that's that a good one. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, because it's, you know, it, it, you could be unknowingly using this like past tense language before the reeducation. That's like furthering this thought of how the body works from yeah. a, from a, like a biomechanical standpoint. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I love all of it. 